This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. I will share ahas and insights and tips to enhance and support your book publishing journey and marketing journey. My goal is always to support you in your book success. And a reminder, if you're on Twitter, hey, connect with me at my book shepherd. And if on Facebook, join my book publishing group to share your news or ask questions. So let's get started. Today, it's all about partnering and collaborative partnering. I want you to meet my guest, Philippa Burgess. She's a longtime friend of writers, authors, and the Author You community. She's got a background on the agency and management side of the film and television industry in Los Angeles, which then transitioned to, into a career with cannabis and CBD hemp when she moved to Colorado. Phelps is the co-founder of the high-risk financial services company and the founder of the nonprofit sister company, Citizens Help. Philippa, welcome back. It's been a long time since we've done a show with you on oh, your guide to book you. publishing. Yeah, I, I think yeah. last last yeah last time we did screenwriting was it screenwriting we talked about? Yep, yep. And um, always, uh, always love. Um, I know that's always an area that's of interest to to authors about bringing books to film and television. So that's an area I also like to uh, talk about. Um, but today, I think we're going to just kind of start step into the the marketing world um, because you say oftentimes, you know, your book your book will continue to sell as long as you are actively <laughs> mar- getting it out into the world to be sold. <laughs> yeah, the classic is how oh, wine, wine. This is the wine. How long do I have to market my book? And the answer is, how long would you like book sales? Okay, that's that's where that's where we're going. So I think what Philippa is opening the door, everyone, is so how can we um, enhance your marketing skills and maybe add to it in areas you hadn't even thought about? Is is that am I on the right track here, Philippa? Absolutely. Yeah, I just I think part of it is making making it fun um, yeah. and continuing to think outside the box. I do think uh, a lot of the, the, the basics of, of marketing when people have their book, it's like they set up their social media channels, they set up their website. Um, they may sort of find themselves, you know, COVID's obviously, you know, put everything in a in a in a loop, but um, you know, find themselves doing um, some events and but just kind of looking at other ways to creatively collaborate and, you know, leverage other people's social media channels and other people's email lists and other people's events and, and finding ways to, to just, you know, to work together. Um, and so that you're not one feeling that you're just doing it by yourself or two feeling like you're just doing it to your, your own audience. 
um, and, and just finding those ways that you can create those collaborative partnerships so that when you are putting things out there, they're getting shared and they're getting, but there's just more collaboration. It's just, there's more energy to it. So I think there's a lot of, um, and I, I definitely um, come today prepared with some very specific strategies we can talk about for doing that. Um, but, but I know you've, you've had great success doing that over over time. So perhaps you as well can talk about some of mm-hmm. you know, your favorite collaborations. Yeah, I think I think what was really important for all authors to understand, if, if they're going to try to do this as a solo journey um, and a solo event, that you're you're almost setting yourself up for a failure factor and and even a marathoner who it's it's going to take his or her legs to, to get it going and keep doing it there's still a team be, uh, behind it that support them getting there as well as as even supplying water as it's going along it's not a solo event and i think that's what you're talking about with these uh, developing strategic partnerships which are all over the place i mean do you have a a specific definition of what you call a strategic partnership philippa i like calling them cross promotional partnerships Um, Mm. and that's really what you're doing is getting borrowed credibility from other people so the idea that you know they're acknowledging you and you're getting the enforcement of one or more partners, and so that's why, I, and I, I like to call it cross, cross-promotional cross because they're getting a benefit of you sharing what they're doing on your social media channels and, and the communication channels that you've built out. Um, press releases are always either businesses and partners coming together or falling apart, <laughs> but in this case, you, know, you, you can get a press release out about anything that you're doing in collaboration with someone else. Mm-hmm. I know when you mentioned press releases is that, um, you know, as we air, we are just getting ready to announce announce the uh, the 2021 inductees into the Authors Hall of Fame. And it will be done through a press release. Actually, many, actually many. And so I, I'm a I'm a big believer in using press releases for a lot of different things. It's not just saying, hey, hey, I got a book. There's a lot of things that could be going on. Yeah, so I think all partnerships that you put together, you know, you know, get to be um, stories. Whether you blog about them, whether you put a press release about them, whether you share on social. Um, one of the things that um, I was just on a, a Zoom planning meeting last night with uh, my reunion uh, for college reunion, and at year twenty-five. <laughs> So, um, and I, I'm always very impressed by the university and how well organized they are and how very, very specific they are in terms of next steps, dates, plans, um, collaboration, and just really set, like laying out everything for everybody in terms of, okay, here's the social media plan and they have all the posts pre-prepared and what copy people can use, what images people can use, what hashtags. And so that all of these, these communications and these messaging are going out in an incredibly coordinated way across multiple um, channels through multiple accounts, but it's all sort of with the same messaging and energy. And I, I just, I loved how um, organized they were in terms of like what the planning stage was, what the outreach stage was and um, the registration for the event and, and just really getting every everybody working in unison to this you know, singular objective of getting those five-year increment reunion classes motivated to, to show up. 
And so I think that that's another thing that, that that's why collaboration works so well is you just have everybody kind of to the same and with the same structure and deadlines and communication mm-hmm. tools. Mm-hmm. All right. So it, I, you mentioned tools, so we'll come back to tools. I think it's going. And is, is there any more to I, I get what they are. Hopefully our listeners get what they are um, and how they work. Is there more to add to that? Well, I, I think the okay. So just um, some of the benefits is that you're going to get the oh, just a wider reach. One, it's more fun, I think, to collaborate with people, work with people. You get energized uh-huh. by their ideas, their expertise, um, their enthusiasm for you and your work and your book and your project. Um, how you can help each other. Um, they often look to you to, to sort of you know help. And so there's that shared credibility. There's um, uh, and and then you can also like it, you support causes. You can do like so many of these things around collaborations have to do with nonprofits and fundraising. And, and so there's a, there's a give back feel to it. So you not only are uh, raising awareness for your book, sales for your book, um, mm-hmm. but there's also, there can be a charitable component to, to all of it. And just the, the, the visibility that you get um, in, and it just, it helps. I mean, I know as of course, as you know, in, in other deeper dives, the more books you sell, the more opportunities for reviews you get, the more reviews you get, the more credibility, and the more you can be you know, served up on Amazon. So it all is part of that sort of same kind of juggernaut, same thing with social media, the more followers, the more footprint. So it all kind of has to do with sort of building and sustaining this momentum. But these are great ways to have these bursts of momentum. You know, you mentioned Amazon, and actually what is uh, coming, floating into mind, because we're talking about some of the benefits of what they are, but a lot of times authors don't realize that Amazon is a strategic partner. Um, First of all, if Amazon wasn't in existence, I mean, I'm sure maybe something else would have popped up, kind of like it. But the reality, Amazon was the major player and still is the major player. And that they made it possible for independent and self-published authors to actually have a platform. So that's their side of the partnership, offering to sell your books and they get paid for it. All right? So that's part of the thing. But a lot of people don't realize on the subtle side is that if you are doing well, and getting a lot of traction on Amazon, Amazon um, silently actually starts promoting you and pushing you out that could cost you thousands of dollars in paid advertisements. All of a sudden, you may find yourself getting an email um, from Amazon if you're a user of the platform, and it says, hey, if you enjoy these books, there is a new book by... Philippa Burgess, uh, that that we think you should look at. And to, to get a, a, a giant like Amazon to do something just blatantly, randomly, with no strings attached, is huge, wouldn't you say, Philippa? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, and Amazon is yeah, such a juggernaut. And they love that when you have reviews on your site. I mean, that's such a, a big game changer and that it's so important and, and I, I think you know authors just trying to do that sort of by themselves it feels like a slog whereas if you can do it in coordination you know with a larger effort you can get those those um those reviews to sort of slide in a lot faster 
Oh, it's gold. You know, we're, we're going to take our first break. And, and, and Philippa, first of all, when we come back, Philippa, let's tell them about your book. Because Philippa Burgess is an author herself. So it stands there. And, um, and then let's come back. And do, should we be doing anything else with reviews on a platform like Amazon? This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you? Or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative, no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. AuthorU is the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, AuthorU is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at authoru.org. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your hunter, Judith Bryles. Philippa Burgess on this edition of Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. She's a longtime friend of writers and authors with a background on the agency and management side of the film and television industry in Los Angeles. And Philippa is an author herself. So, Philippa, tell them your book because it's a very cool book and it's a wonderful story behind it, how it came about. Thank you. It's called Inspiration and Ideals Thoughts for Every Day. Uh, it is available um, on Amazon, and I know there's a couple of copies out there on eBay, and it's 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 the first edition. But the second edition will be coming out later, probably at the beginning of, of 2022. We'll have the second edition out. I'm super excited to do a refresh on that. Uh, it's actually a book that I decided to modernize and update that was in the public domain. It was originally published in 1917, and it's my favorite book. I had found it as a child and at flea market in, uh, and it just was my favorite book. It's just a daily inspiration and everything about it was dream big, work hard, trust God. And I just loved it. And it just had a lot of positive influence on me. And I've had so many people come to me and just say, you know, how much it's uh, had a positive impact on them. And 
that they really enjoy the um, the daily inspirations. Um, and it's a very um, the, the the original author was a professor of divinity. There's a professor mm. of philosophy at Yale Divinity School. So um, yeah, it's just infused with a lot of um, just you know how to just think right, live right, um, just trust the process, trust life. You know, do enough of the right things, and things have a way of working out. So um, that's uh, that's my book, and I'm uh, was very very um, pleased to sort of bring it, refresh it, and reintroduce it, figuring if I didn't, it would be lost. I, I think it's, uh, I, I, this is one thing that you've all heard about how important it is to have a cover. I've been in a lot of events with Philippa when she's had her book and watch her sell out because people are so, uh, uh, it, it's like a magnet that pulls them to her cover. It does make a difference. Wouldn't you say, Philippa? Oh, yeah, and, and that's one of the joys of Author You is just all and, and just being in Judith's circuit, um, the amazing breadth of talent that you have um, in your, you know, in, in your in your circle and Rolodex, mm-hmm. if, uh, that's a bit of an outdated word, <laughs> but <laughs> in the contact list um, of, of just people at the ready who are such just amazing um, editors and uh, designers and book cover designers. And so, I mean, that really just came from a, a collaboration with Nick Bellinger, who's just so incredibly talented. So, yeah. I mean, that's just one of the many benefits of being in your circle. Yep. And those are strategic partnerships, everyone. There's always it benefits, there's win-wins, there's all those kind of goodies that go on. I asked Bella, I wanted you all to hear that she also is an author of a book that I think that you know, inspired her as a young girl when she first saw the old beat-up edition at a garage sale. And then she eventually made it her own. Um, reviews. You mentioned reviews just before we went to break. How do we use that in a strategic partnership relationship? One of the things I wanted to sort of mention is just in terms of sometimes it's like just finding new new readers. And sometimes it is having, uh, mm-hmm. I think with, with Amazon, they do look for... Um, certified buyers and people who, you know, did actually get the book through a proper channel. So it wasn't kind of a giveaway uh, review invite, but it sort of is an authenticated review. So one of the things I was, we were talking about is crowdfunding, and, uh, and Judith wrote the book on crowdfunding. And sometimes crowdfunding is looked upon as like, oh, it's a way for me as the author to raise money for my book publishing, my book marketing, and it's, it's raised money for me. But another way to think about crowdfunding is that there's a lot of other people with a lot of other causes out there. And they, you know, part of a crowdfunding is rewards-based. And so, um, like, one of the platforms that um, we're using for a crowdfunding that I'm putting together is called Ship In. And uh, the idea is that uh, something is donated, and then people chip in to buy that reward. And I think many other sites work similarly. Uh, and so you're basically, you know, so your ability to sort of donate a digital copy of your book that can then be redeemed, so a coupon code, uh, gives you the opportunity to now be promoted through someone else's crowdfunding campaign, through their social media, get a whole lot more new readers, get a lot more visibility. There's no actual hard cost to you because you are giving away a digital uh, version of your book, and you're giving them something that they can actually raise money off of. And mm-hmm. by getting more book readers who can now, you know, now you have, um, the access and ability to, you know, encourage them, and, and you can certainly get your partners to 
uh, put the messaging out there of like, hey, these are our great sponsors. You know, they've given us this wonderful gift to add to our portfolio of, of products and services that we're kind of silent auctioning essentially through these platforms. You know, don't forget to write them a review. So you can also, you don't have to be the one sort of chasing them up for the reviews. You can get your partners to um, be part of that as well. So it always comes back to be prepared to do the ask. So they will do shout outs to their circles. I mean, we like to, I would love to think people will just unconsciously know that you should do this, but that's not always the case, is it, Philippa? No, no, you, you have, you definitely have to ask. I know one of the, you know, if you're out there with physical books, which I know hopefully all very soon again, now that we're all, getting vaccinated and getting ready to get back into the world. When you have your physical books, one of my favorite things that, that I've always, that I learned from Judith was making sure that you have kind of just a piece of paper in the book where you get kind of your, um, a, an image of your book title and, and just say, you know, I help an author out. I would, you know, invite an honest review on Amazon and then you can put a bitly link or something like a clean link to find you know, your specific book page. Um, and that's a great way not only to have the ask, but have it in a physical form where there's an actual kind of reminder to do it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, those are if you actually are, are have a hand in the distribution of your book and actually get hard copies of your book, especially if you're going to events or other places to, you know, put that ask right in the book. Philippa has said something that's important. She said that it has a, a bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y link, or another one would be like tiny URL. And what's very cool about these links where you take the humongous, you know, of all the characters and letters and numbers of an Amazon link, and you can drop that baby in to a bit.ly or a tiny URL link, and you can actually customize it to uh, add in a couple of words that would be exclusive to your book or your expertise or, heck, maybe even your name if you wanted to. But what you're doing is making it easy-peasy and memorable that people would then know, oh, all I have to do is put in the HTTP, you know, and the bitl.ly and and then forward slash and the name. Um, and they go right to your Amazon detail page to get it posted. And, and those are kind of tricks that makes it easy and people are more inclined to deal with it versus going the hunt and peck right, trying to find out where you are um, in the giant cyber gorilla in the sky. Is that, that's my experience, Philip. I don't know if you had anything different there, but. There are so many ways that Bitly links, I use them all the time. One, like, <laughs> if I really want to get uh, fancy with them, you can't change the Bitly link once you set it, but it depends on sort of where the information is posted. So, for example, if you're using a G Drive or something like Flipsnack, you can always kind of edit the information and the link always stays the same. But the back end, you can you can update to be whatever you want to be. So um, there's a there's a myriad of ways that you can you can use them. But yeah, I use them all the time. If you're you know just wanting to mm-hmm. include mm-hmm. them in an email, um, it's just it makes it just a really clean looking link. Um, if, yeah. if you're going to be sharing a raw link as opposed to masking it with text, but um, sometimes I think people like to know where they're going. So at least that sort of they, they can see it as 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 the URL. Yeah, you know, I have found that that we've all been and received emails. We've all been, you know, um, hustled online where they say, click here. 
and it's embedded in the word here or something like that. I'm finding that more and more people want to know what that here is before they click on it. Have you experienced that at all, Philippa? Um, I have, but th- th- there's two reasons to do it. That's one reason to do it is people like to see that. But also, again, this is back to working with partners and partnerships. Things get cut and paste. People will just pull it. And eventually, like, say they put it into a Word document or a text document and then back to an email and back to a blog. That here will get stripped out, and nobody will know where you actually meant it to go. So mm-hmm. having the actual URL in there means that no matter how many times it gets moved or manipulated, your, your URL is fixed and still easy to type to. People can see what they're clicking, but if for some reason it was on a piece of paper or it landed on a, a, an unclickable site, very easy to type it in because they could, you know, it's a readable link. So, but that's another reason when you, you know, have copy or drafts that are going to be touched by many people, move through a system, have many hands on it. Um, specifically, even like I use Keep or any kind of constant contact or any of those things. And sometimes when you cut and paste a field and you just want to move it around, you lose the hyperlink. So mm-hmm. keeping it like that means that it'll never be lost. So it's, I, I just, we, we agree with each other. And I've just wondered sometimes, sometimes I actually will go ahead and bend it in, but I also leave it naked <laughs> so they can see it and it stays put. Um, and they, it, it seems to work just a little bit better. All right. So, you but, know, you, I would just say, but that's, mm-hmm. that was just last point on that. That said, nobody likes the really big, messy, long emails, but link right. That, Oh, yeah. Cut and paste from, from Amazon. So that's why we're recommending definitely mask mm-hmm. them through Bitly or a tiny URL and because it just makes it like a clean looking as opposed to a lot of the, the live links are these mm-hmm. much longer jarble of letters and numbers. And, and here's another plus. Um, for all of you is that when you create a page, you know, there is a free and a fee version. The free word version works just fine. Um, that you can tell in a nanosecond how many people have actually clicked on that link to see if it's getting attention. Is it attracting? Is it the magnet that you were hoping it would be? So I like well, that a lot. And, and more to that, I mean, the data analysis there is you can also see was it um, how many clicks came through LinkedIn, how many came through Twitter, how many came through email, Facebook, mm-hmm. and um, what countries, what time, what date? Like, it, it gives you great access to data. So when you're doing uh, multiple campaigns and pushing things out in multiple directions, you can really get a sense of, you know, which platforms are really performing with your links. Mm-hmm. We, we just did a, a campaign recently that landed our author client in multiple clicks. I mean, he's based um, actually in Canada. Huge amount of clicks, of course, in the United States, but in France, in Germany, in Australia, which makes sense because the Canadian connection, um, in the UK, um, and all around the the tap dancing that that he didn't even expect to find, but there was a huge amount of traffic that came in from those areas. So with that said, we're going to take another quick break. With us is Philippa Burgess, and we are really talking about partnering in marketing, and there's different ways of doing it, whether it's a crowdfunding, whether it's a, a bestseller campaign, or it's something else. We'll talk about some of those something else when we come back.
is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Congratulations on getting your book published. The effort you put into your work is truly commendable. But what's next? What will happen to all the knowledge you have worked so hard to acquire to produce your book? Here at Toginet Radio, we can provide you a platform to keep your knowledge working for you through the power of podcast. The subjects our podcasts cover are as varied as the grains of sand on a beach. From life coaching to military resources to business success, even to the paranormal, we have a place for everyone. To get started on your next step, call Scott at 903-787-5880 or email him at scott at toginetradio.com. That's S-C-O-T-T at T-O-G-I-N-E-T-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. You don't want to always go solo. And finding partners that could support your cause, your ideas, your events, your celebrations um, in a variety of ways takes a little work. Um, I I think that one of the mistakes that happens a lot is people think that, well, I'm here, I've built me, um, and surely you can find me. And that it doesn't work that way, I don't think, Philippa. Is that correct? No, you have you have to put yourself out there. Um, but it, and this is when I, I would say, you know, sometimes just start local or start with friends, associations, communities that you're already part of, and just start looking around. Uh, look for the people you know who are involved in any kind of charity, because again, they have access to the audience, and you have access to a product. And sometimes they can, if you work collaboratively, they can allow you can allow them to leverage your product for towards fundraising, um, as an example. Um, you know, just other ways and just, um, sometimes, you know, it, they need a, they need, you know, you're an author, like, then that means mm-hmm. you might be the local celebrity and their event needs a celebrity. So that, mm-hmm. that, that's mm-hmm. a mutual benefit. Um, but oh. I think a lot of it is also, um, if you're doing speaking and other things and you have, you know, media and press, perhaps looking at your website and adding a partnerships page, what type of partnerships are you open to? Um, what kind of charities and organizations would you be? 
willing to support? Um, what kind of audience do you um, want to get in front of, whether it's readers or a very specific um, type of demographic? And, and, and then you can take that, that page or that section of the page on your website and share that on social, saying, you know, I'm, I'm inviting or, you know, that you can direct people to in your communications through email or conversations to say, oh, yeah, I, I would love to do partnerships. And here's a little bit of, of the type of thing that I would be open to doing. Maybe it's physical books, maybe it's digital books. I mean, digital books are so easy because there's no actual hard cost to you and it can still come through as a purchase on Amazon, you know, if you can just kind of deliver a coupon code. Um, so things to think about, I would just say, you know, start just looking around the people that you know, the associations you're involved in and figuring out, you know, what they're organizing and putting together and, you know, where you can um, show up uh, as, as a gift to them and, and then there can be you know, direct benefit to you. Mm-hmm. Let me let me expand on that. So you mentioned a coupon code and maybe you don't have a coupon code, but here's another idea that you could possibly do. If your book is, and we're going to do a digital book, we're going to give them an ebook, for example, or maybe it's a, a print book. Um, that gets printed out in the in a format. That if your book, let's go back to the ebook. If your book is between two ninety nine and nine ninety nine, Amazon will pay you seventy percent. So I, I think it's really important for us to be able to multiply quickly here. So let's say we have a five dollar ebook, and that you decide that you want to do this trade off with someone, and and support you know, their fundraising or their awareness, because whatever happens, you're going to become there, you know, you will get an awareness as the author that you could donate um, an unlimited amount, or you could, you could donate the first 500 or the first 200 um, eBooks. And you're thinking, you know, they're looking on the price and boy, this ebook is five bucks and they're donating it. And you're going to look hot in their eyes. But the, here's the reality that you're getting 70% of that $5. That's $3.50. If you donated 200 books, all of a sudden that's coming back. You're getting $700 back. And your real cost, if you're you know, paying for that cost, the download, the difference is you know, a, a few hundred dollars for huge marketing recognition. Um, and coming back. So that's one idea. And I don't see many people thinking that way, Philippa, of that, gee, I'm not having to pay $5 or $10 for a book. I'm actually getting the majority of that money back, but it looks bigger than what it really is truly costing me. Does that make sense to you? That makes perfect sense. And and that's actually a, a perfect place to start is look around for the nonprofits that are in that you're connected to or are local to you or are aligned with, you know, who you are and your interests and, you know, and or your book topic, reach out to them and say, hey, do you have an upcoming event um, or anything you could do? I, I'm an author. I have a book. I would love to uh, donate copies that you can, you know, that you can give away, you know, based on someone making a donation or that you can kind of, I don't know, it was, but sell for a donation type of thing. But, you know, you actually now have something that's of value and they can leverage it and they have the audience. They have a mailing list. They have social oh, yes. media channels. They have Absolutely. marketing directors. And Absolutely. they're registered nonprofit. So you're getting, they'll give you the letter that you can use as a tax deduction saying you made a tax deductible donation and, and everybody wins. 
it's a huge win-win um, in that possibility. So I would encourage you all to kind of think and open up. Now, let me, I, I'll continue and Philip would jump in here. Let's talk about other nonprofits that are out in, in whatever your part of the world is, that if you have a book book, let's say you're a self and indie author, you could approach, for example, I had one client who wrote quite a, uh, he actually, it was a family saga, Western, Western book. He approached every Western based museum who has, as Philippa says, a list, a list of patrons, a list of supporters. He literally put cases, cases, he filled his car and traveled throughout the state doing these presentation talks, and he never sold less than 50 books in a 45-minute period of time. His book was like $30. All right, that's not bad when you get down those costs. I have another client who has done variation where he wrote a book, um, and I think you know Steve Snyder and his book Shot Down, Philippa, and he wrote a book about his father who was shot down over Belgium and joined the Belgium underground and did amazing things. He is a hero in the country and is celebrated every year. There's museums about what his dad did, and he wrote his story, his biography. And he now is booked nonstop at military related, and he wasn't even the pilot. He's the son of the pilot, but he knows the story so well. And he he goes to air shows. He goes to a variety of things. The Air Force Academy here in my area of Colorado has had him in multiple times to talk to cadets about his father's journey and adventure and experiences. Um, and he has sold mega, mega thousands of his books this way without ever going through a bookstore. And he's done mighty well in on the Amazon sales and has over 500 reviews going back to where we can circle back to what you were talking about in the beginning, Philippa, the reviews that have come in have been just heart heartwarming from readers and connecting this way. So there's a couple of ideas. I, I read that book. It's a phenomenal book. It, it's just, it's so moving. It's so well-written. It, it's just, it's an amazing slice of both history and his own personal story and his family and his father. I mean, it's like, what a great book! But yes, and 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 the way he has engaged um, with those communities and, and getting it out is, is um, you know, speaks to that. And, and essentially, yes, the places you are speaking at um, are your partners because they're the ones who are going to. You know, they all have dedicated marketing directors, and they have event planners, and they have you know they, they yep. can they can really work with you and, and lend you their team, you know, to your mutual success. So one of the things you all need, you need a compelling book sales page. Uh, So when it gets into the hands of one of these event planners or the marketing director of a facility, and they're saying, you know, I I bet you our customers, our patrons, our donators would support this and would come out to hear more. I think that's where we're going here. Is that correct, Philippa? Or am I yes, off? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing to think about, I mean, is the I would also, you know, consider because sometimes we look at things people as competition, but they can also be collaborators. 
And even if you think about just starting with fellow authors who have similarly themed books, then you can put together perhaps, you know, a, a package where there's sort of the, the four, let's say, let's say four of you get together and say, we're going to kind of co-market each other's books just even through mm-hmm. our own channels. And we're going to, you know, do a, a live Zoom party. And, um, you know what, before we all sort of get out of quarantine, you can still do some of these things before we all, you know, get back into live events. And, and that way, if everybody, you know, if everybody invites their people, but it's more exciting than just going after your same people being like me again, <laughs> but this time say, I'm so excited and honored to invite you, you know, to meet my fellow authors and, you know, and, and you know, if you like my book, you're, you'll also love these people. And I'm really excited to introduce you. And you can do things like that where you create a try or a quad and then, you know, have a dedicated campaign where each of you is not only inviting people perhaps to an event, but also to um, putting out, um, like I said, shares and posts and, and things that just help and support each other. That reminds me, too, that when I very first, um, my first job out of college uh, was at a Hollywood talent agency. And that's, that, was, that was what I did after being there a year had a pretty good lay of the land sort of the social landscape. And I worked at ICM and I had friends at the different studios and what I, we had covering agents. Um, so each um, agent in the department kind of covered a different studio. And then I had friends either who worked at the studio themselves or a production company. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends at that time were assistants or just coming up as junior executives. And I always mm-hmm. planned my parties with four. And I remember for the first party was ICM Warner Brothers. And then it was ICM Paramount and ICM Columbia and then ICM and by the time I got to ICM Universal, like everybody in town would show up to these parties. But I was just I was the and then I eventually did one in my in I um, in Las Vegas and I think we had about three hundred assistants show up um, from uh, from Los Angeles uh, to Vegas and it was like I was just always a single, but I always, everyone I just kind of rotated it through and I was the common theme with all the parties. But I always kind of leveraged the name of the agency, the name of the studio and had very specific co-hosts who were kind of associated. And mm-hmm. those were actually just like some live events, but um, it was just a way to sort of leverage the network, leverage the community, build community. And what would happen is if someone knew one person, you know, maybe they just heard, but if you know two, you sort of take a closer look. If you know yep. three, you're like, yeah, I got to go. If you know four, yep. you can't not attend. Oh, no, you got to be involved. All right, we're going to take our final break. I'm going to come back and give you a great idea to take advantage of our still, sometimes maybe a little bit locked in time. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so. Or you can create a book that looks and feels classy. 
build your brand and platform and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and easing at thebookshepherd.com. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, here's an idea that every one of you can do. Why don't, why don't you think about doing an event, a book event, a book event about your book? Or maybe, let's let's coattail on what Philippa Burgess was saying, what about comparable authors? Maybe, maybe you're all romance authors. Maybe you're kiddo authors. Maybe you're mystery authors. Maybe you're solution for businesses, whatever it is. That there's, you know, could be four of you, there could be three of you, there could, you could be the solo person. But why not do a virtual event, you could sell a ticket to it, that actually the ticket would cover the cost of your book, the full retail cost of your book. The next thing I would do, I would go into, if, you're, if you don't know right now in your community, I would go into IndieBound, I-N-D-I-E, bound.org, and I would put in your zip code, wherever you are, and see what independent bookstores come up in your region, wherever you are um, in North America. See what shows up. Then give them a call and say, I'd like to do this event and I'd like you to partner with me that we can help each other out. One, I'll bring the buyers. You might want to tell some of your people on your list that we're doing a book sign, virtual book signing. All books will go through you. Uh, they either buy them from you as the publisher or they get them, but all the books go uh, will be uh, sold, go through their cash registers, um, and they will mail them out. You physically will go to the store and sign the books 
so they're personalized. So one of the things at the event is that you will have all their names because they have pre-registered. But that's one way that could be very helpful. You get paid as an author. You get recognition out there. And the bookstore makes a little money. And it's good for the community. What do you think, Felipa? No, I think those exactly are kind of ways to do it, absolutely. And again, if you can, you know, do it with yourself, or like I said, you can do it with the, you know, a, a two, three, four people to sort of make it even like a more sort of robust event, especially if you can all sort of run it through the same bookstore. Um, oh, that yes. That would be, you know, that, that's, yeah. when I say run through the same, you know, get the signed copies, even if, even if they can't go in person and they can just ship them in, however mm-hmm. it works to... Um, get it so that, like I said, you get the benefit of really throwing a party. Mm-hmm. I, I, who, who doesn't like a good party? I like a party. All right. So, mm-hmm. and, and you know what I actually, um, it's certainly not an independent bookstore, but it's a biggie, Burns and Noble, and talking to the largest store in my neck of the woods, which is Colorado, um, that they, they say, they revealed to me, Oh, at the, um, you know, in the last few weeks that if they have a hundred people in the store at any one period of time, the store is so huge, they don't have to worry about distancing or anything like that, that they can do events. I mean, we're talking about doing a book fair and here's what they're doing in a sponsorship with me for the Colorado Authors Hall of Fame. They will be donating 10% of, of all book sales um, in the store that day to individuals who we give a coupon to. If they turn them in, when they check out, BNN will donate 10% of the sales back to the Authors Hall of Fame. So I think that's a win-win for the Hall of Fame and for all the authors that we're inducting in celebration at the at the big event in the fall. Plus, I think it's a huge win for the authors who we will be in the store actually selling their books. So they will be an in, will bring in their books that they can sell and sign for people who are actually in the store. So, again, it's reaching out, asking, and say, can we brainstorm how we can start working together? I love it, and that's such a great idea. Can we talk more about the Authors Hall of Fame? Because it, Colorado Author, it's, it's an amazing event. I loved every minute of it. I mean, it's just such a special, special event. And um, it was the inaugural one, and now it's, the second, it's going to be the second one. Can mm-hmm. you just talk more about it? Because it is so, so cool what you're doing. We can. And that what we want to do is just is to share Colorado has the first true, true Authors Hall of Fame. And this is published authors. These are not writers. These are not journalists. It is published authors. And it's based on the breadth of their work. It's based on the impact of what they have done, whether it's locally, globally, but their impact is really measured. Um, and and their involvement with even their community. 
So we're, you know, it's an exciting thing. It's going to be September 18th this year. Um, Over a dozen authors will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Some will be deceased, past. We call them legacies. Others will be living. And here's what's really fun is, of course, the ones that are living will will be there and speaking. They'll talk about their their journey, their They'll share stories, and some of them are so so off the wall and surprising. It's just a very fun, memorable event, and so I would you know encourage any of you, um, if you love authors like I do, and if you agree with me like I do, <laughs> that I, words matter and authors matter in this world. This would be the place to be, September eighteenth, twenty twenty. Uh, one, all the information is on the website, author you, um, and, and you can find it, you know, certainly there's something on my personal website, but just go to the main website, Colorado authors, plural, Colorado authors, hall of fame.org, all the information on the upcoming induction. Um, and we will be revealing who they are later this summer. So. That's kind of it. <laughs> well, can you elaborate on how um, non-inductee authors can participate in the event? Well, here's a couple of things. We have, you know, if you, number one, when you come, a portion of your ticket is tax deductible, and that supports the event. All right? At least half of the ticket price, it's $150, supports the event and running it and putting it together. Um, that's one way you could also, how about let's get your name in there. We have a, the d- donations can start at any level, but we have something called the flash fiction, which is $250. What about a group of friends getting together um, and giving your name and your name will be added to the program? that goes out and have some fun. I mean, last year, Philippa, it was so so much fun because the publishers were so excited with what was going on. They all donated books to give away to all the uh, people who came as registrants. Oh, so that's kind of so cool. cool. Yeah, they were, they yeah. were great. And um, so, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, the whole, the whole thing. It's, I mean, it's a really special event to be at. Now, with, with with pandemic times, um, and obviously the vaccination rolling out and everything else, is this a, a wholly in-person event, or are you going to do some hybrid for people who may not be in Colorado, or what's the, um, or are there just ways for people maybe who won't be flying in for the event to still um, participate and support? Yeah, you know, we don't have any really plans for a streaming event at this time. It's something that we can look at um, and talk to if they can't participate. Uh, on another and and also when you know when you do streaming events the, what let's talk about costs that the uh, Hall of Fame is a startup venture it's just a few years old and to do a classy full production you are talking money here and if we get donations in that cover that kind of thing a general type donation we certainly can um, assume that and, and put it together because some of it is just a hoot. But also probably to add to that on the author, on the Colorado authors, hall of fame.org, there's also information about sponsorship. So if authors listening yes. also have a business or service that 
can speak to authors and you want to get in, you know, get in front of this community uh, with any kind of service. Um, it can be legal services, accounting services, um, book publishing, you know, thing, things that, that sort of are kind of in, endorsed and make sense for um, the participants and mm-hmm. honor kind of this literary um, treasure trove. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. you know, there's plenty of opportunities for that as well. And, and it is a treasure trove. It is a treasure trove. There were just magical moments, as Philip has said, um, at the 219. And, and this is done every other year. And one of the things that we'll be announcing is our scholarship. Next year, we're in our in our even years, we will be giving scholarships of 1000 to $5,000 to authors to be um, to support them. And boy, Philippa, wouldn't if you love to have someone drop $5,000 in your lap when you were first writing that you could go away and be focused and concentrate and not worry about, can I put food on the table? Oh, absolutely. And actually that the, the nonprofit I'm, I'm in the, in the beginning of launching is, is very much focused on, on that sort of financial support as well. And that's called Citizens Health. And so I invite anybody to Come check us out at citizenshelp.org, and we are going to be doing a crowdfunding campaign uh, in the months of May and June. So come check that out. Um, the information will be at citizenshelp.org. So, uh, uh, and guess yeah, what? So whether it's scholarships or nonprofits, there's there's resources around to help authors, and, and a lot of people have a, a commitment to doing that work because the work matters. All right. And by the way, I will help Citizen Help. Thank you so much, Philippa Burgess. Everyone, have a great week. We'll see you next. you for being a part of your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith bryles each week a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you the author to the next level you'll learn tips and secrets on how to create strategize develop publish and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey how to avoid the publishing predators how to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network.